night slayed, slayed him. <laughs> do they still serve the big turkey legs? Sure you know? do. Oh. It was chicken. It was chicken, yeah. actually. Well, huzzah, yeah. Mark. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. We're glad that you could be here. Today, we're actually discussing careers. Uh, Bill and Denise are here from The Morning Show. How are you guys? Hey there. I'm well, thanks. Good, Good. Thank excellent. You. I'm Andrew, Director of Marketing at The Bridge, and Mark is on the board. Mark, how are you? Howdy. You're Good. usually on the afternoon show, and it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, you do a lot to make this whole thing run smoothly. I appreciate it very much. Oh. So somebody else that I appreciate are <laughs> Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. They are our sponsor. And, um, you know, they have been a local's favorite for over 27 years. Wow. So that speaks volumes. Not only a local's favorite, I'm sure there are a lot of people who who plan their entire summer vacation. Been one of my favorites for about that long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're wonderful. You can check them out, uh, everything that they have to offer at BoardWalkPlaza.com. Now, I came across a really cool quote the other day when I was job hunting. I mean, I was job about jobs. I was looking about jobs for preparing. What's what? that look in your eye, Bill? <laughs> so, okay, Martin Luther King Jr. said, No work is insignificant. All labor that uplifts humanity has dignity and importance and should be undertaken with painstaking excellence. This guy knew how to speak to people. He knew how to encourage everyone. And um, I've heard things said before about, you know, if even if you are the garbage collector, do that with, you know, zest and with excellence and with purpose. So let me ask you each, what is an unexpected job that you have held in the past? So it's funny you say garbage collector because uh, when I was in college, that's, I worked at an outlet mall in, uh, in Maryland and I was the janitor. I cleaned the bathrooms and I and I took out the garbage at no all kidding. forty-seven trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> all forty-seven for three years. Oh my goodness! For three yeah. years, I had to clean up things that I cannot tell you about. <laughs> wow! And it was. I mean, I look back fondly. It's kind of funny how you can like, you only remember the good things. <laughs> right, right. It's like, what were the good things about emptying garbage? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, the list is small. <laughs> no, yeah, that's interesting, Mark. It uh, was, yeah, it was, it was kind of a, it was, a, it was a good learning experience. I, I learned, bet. I learned a lot. I bet. Character building for sure. Yeah. And that was during college, you said? Yeah, that was during, co- long before radio and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Ever showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. Denise? I worked for three months the summer after I graduated from high school at Arby's. Okay. <laughs> waiting, uh, waiting at the, you know, I took orders and then you kind of, it was so funny because I remember being so excited. Every skill that you learned, they gave you a five cent increase. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> I also, and they, and one of mine, well, they didn't actually pay me extra to do that, but watering the plants because this particular Arby's was very green. They wanted greenery Mm -hmm. everywhere as Hmm. part of the ambiance of the Mm -hmm. restaurant. And so, um, yeah, I had to do watering, which is, if they seriously had known I have a black thumb, it would have (laughs) probably, that's maybe why I only worked there three months. (laughs) (laughs) And they actually deducted a nickel from her every, every week for every plant that, that died. We lost that another was. plant. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, where have you found yourself on the on the road? Uh, to- I've had a few jobs. My 
probably the most interesting one was when I was in school and I um, picked up eggs hmm. in the chicken house and then I um, carried them up to the processing building where we washed them and yep. candled them and grated them and hmm. then I delivered them to restaurants in uh, the beach. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. That is the pretty process, neat. process, yeah. Yeah. And you had to candle them? For some yes, people that might not know, that's when you uh, they go over a light okay. and you look inside to make sure everything there's no cracks oh. that there's nothing inside that shouldn't be there. Oh gosh! And yeah. um, and there's not many that happens mm. to, but you can see the cracks and so on. It has a light under it, and then it go then it would go out and they'd be sorted by size. Neat. And then we would uh, stand there and put them in the either the one dozen cartons or right. the dozen and a half uh, flats they called them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And delivered all around here. To the, uh, yeah, yeah. All, all up down the beach, the Very restaurants. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I wound up <laughs> doing a weird job um, out of the out of the blue uh, in college. Um, one summer, I didn't quote unquote didn't want to go home. Uh, one summer, and so a buddy of mine, he and I started looking for work, and we found that you could work in like national parks. And so we applied, and we went, and I worked in Yellowstone National Park for a summer. Wow. And it sounds really it amazing. Does, yeah. And then, and then I got assigned to the cafeteria. Oh. And so, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, exactly. Yeah. I was picturing park ranger. Yeah. No, um, you'd need to be trained before they let you out there. And <laughs> but it was really cool. It was a, it was a very unique opportunity, and um, and and had a lot of cool stories come out of that. But I was in the cafeteria, so I never thought I'd be on the line, you know. Yeah. But I was. You were a hair. I didn't have to wear a hairnet. No, I didn't have the beard then. So. <laughs> and uh, no, it was cool. It was cool. I got to serve a lot of people from all over the world, which was neat, and, and work with some people from all over the world. So it was really, really cool. And I learned, like Mark said, you know, you learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about what you're good at, or you find new things. But you know, you you can learn a lot. Yeah. I mean, uh, one thing. Any anyone who is not who's maybe a teenager right now or in college, uh, I always recommend everybody, uh, get as many jobs as you can before Mm -hmm. you graduate. Um, my dad was so annoying about this, but I would, I would be at my new job, like still the first week. And he'd say, when are you getting a new job? (laughs) And I couldn't stand it. He, without fail, (laughs) without fail. I think he's actually already done it a couple times here at the radio station. Like, let it stop. (laughs) Yes. We need to have a word with him. (laughs) He he didn't do it because he was upset with your job choice. No, because it's an incredible resume builder, Mm. uh, which some people's eyes just glaze over instantly when they hear that word. But like, uh, there were there weren't many times in my life where I wasn't able to put on a resume for a job previous experience, even if it was something tiny, mm. um, like the, the simplest thing. Say yes to everything. Uh, uh, well, sort of. Mm. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I think that life always comes down to you're either leading or you're learning. Mm. You're either in charge of something and people are following you or you. Uh, you need to be following someone who's in charge. Hmm. And uh, a lot of us, it seems like these days, feel like, all right, I graduated college. And I say us, I mean my, my peers. Um, okay, I need to own my own company by the time I'm 25. Right. And it's like, no. No, mm-hmm. like it's okay if you don't start a business until you're 40. Like you don't have to have it all together. Don't pretend you have it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn from people. Soak up that experience. And yeah, don't, don't be so full of yourself. Right. So early. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Another thing that I've told my daughter, she's actually on the precipice of trying to figure out what is her going to be her career. And I've said, you know, part of working these different jobs is figuring out what you don't want to do. That's a really important part of the process. Mm -hmm. My son, uh, Nick, thought he wanted to be in IT. And uh, he worked a summer at a help desk at a big company near Mm -hmm. here. Um, with computer, took phone calls when there was a computer problem, and he decided at the end of the summer that's the last thing he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. I was glad I didn't pay for four years of computer college for right. him, and yeah. then he found out. Sure, yes. yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, how many people? How many people never leave the classroom mm-hmm. with their dream job? Mm-hmm. They they spend four years on it, and then the moment mm-hmm. they're there, they hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an opportunity to do the tiniest version yeah. of what you want to do for the rest of your life, you know, do it for free. Be an intern. Amen. Mm-hmm. Do, you know. <laughs> And if you're if you're not intern age, there's plenty of I mean Shadow get coffee with somebody. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I you run this business and I really love what you do. Can can we get together? It. Tell yeah. me about what you hate, what you love. Mm-hmm. Very smart. You know, I was at a weird place uh, in my career path at one point. Um, I Last was, week, or was this? This pre- was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I owed you one yeah. from earlier, so okay. I feel even. No, okay. We're gonna have a marketing Modern position available effects, right? by the end of this podcast. <laughs> you can send resumes too. No, um, no, no. I was really at this place where um, my wife and I were starting to grow our family. I was transitioning between uh, having my own business to getting back into the workforce. And I was scratching my head about what do I really want to do? Or what do I really want to be? You know, and, um, and I picked up a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller. It is excellent. Highly recommend that book. Um, but uh, one of the cool things that he analyzes in there, that's kind of a it's not that dry. It's really a good book. Um, but he says, you know, what is work? Like, why do we even work? What's the purpose of work? And a lot of people go right to the, oh, I got to pay bills, so I've got to work. Really, there is a lot of unhappiness when you pursue work just for pay. Um, we really tend to shoehorn ourselves into jobs that don't utilize what we're good at or what we're gifted with the ability to do. And so he helps you to break that down and look into, into that. And he also... Uh, reminds people that your work is not your life. Your work is a small, small fraction of your well-rounded, successful being. It is, it's not your end-all, be-all. And I know there's a lot of um, ways to get wrapped up in work, you know, but it's just a little bit of who you are. Um, and another area that he looks at is setting goals. And so you might find yourself not completely at the end of where you need to mature or where you need to be or where you think you're you're going to wind up you're always in this state of change you're always maturing growing drawing something out of the work that you're doing to refine yourself and become something more uh it's a great book and i really highly recommend it it not only helps you to define all that stuff but then it helps you to go on the job hunt Mm -hmm. so with really good recommendations So I think one of the um, roles of a parent is to help their children navigate that, that issue. Mm-hmm. And Denise mentioned her daughter is she's a senior fence. in high school. Yeah. So she, right now she's got really hard life changing mm-hmm. decisions to sure. make right now. Mm-hmm. I've got two daughters just a little bit older than that. And uh, we've been going through this for the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. it's man, you, that's some heavy decisions you got to yeah. make when you're 18 years yes. old. And uh, not that you're, you have to be stuck with it all the time, mm-hmm. um, 
because everything I think is a stepping stone to wherever it is that God wants you to be. And, and, uh, but, it, but as a parent, um, not, f- we just be really careful. Don't force your kids into doing what you want them to do, or you think they should do, or mm-hmm. do it because that's what you did. Right. Cause or, you're familiar and comfortable. With. Right. Or fall into the whole, well, you got to go to college cause you can't get a job without that. I don't believe that either. Right. Um, Maybe maybe it's a trade for mm-hmm. you, or maybe it's something something else. So, I think we as parents need to be open minded and help guide our kids by asking them a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Questions like what um, what would you stay up all night talking about? Mm. Um, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? If you yeah. didn't have to get paid, you start thinking through in those things, and then you kind of start helping define how God made you where your strengths are, where your gifts are, your passions are. Right. Those things are what should lead you into a career, not uh, preconceived ideas from mom and dad. Right. Or right. a guidance counselor. I love that question the, that you just said. What would you stay up all night talking mm-hmm. about? That that just took me to like 17 different people's houses <laughs> at, you know, yeah. 1 a.m. It's like, oh, man, that's yeah. a great, a great <laughs> place to start if you're trying yeah. to figure out yeah. what career yeah, is for like you ask what are you good at mm-hmm. and what are you passionate about yeah. which kind of leads back to what would you stay up all night talking mm-hmm. about it's those things and and are there jobs around those things that you could kind of right. pursue mm-hmm. or create mm-hmm. you know? right yeah. yeah um there's a quote uh, and i'm gonna butcher it but um but there's uh your purpose is where the world's great need meets your great passion I think something something to that effect. Um, if you have the correct quote, please send it to podcast. <laughs> so, um, but but it's it is this idea that the world is hurting. There's things going on. Um, there's holes in this equation that need filled. And you were personally gifted at you know at birth by God with gifts and talents and passions. And where your passions intersect with that great need in the world. You've got a calling. I feel like I need to counter that and say the, you know, the phrase, don't quit your day job. (laughs) Right. Yes. There, there are, (laughs) but like there, there are plenty of things that need to stay what you do for fun. Um, I had a job once where I was running sound, um, a lot and I started to not enjoy the thing that I enjoyed doing. Mm. Uh, because I had to do it for work. And so some things that are hobbies, just because there are people who get paid for those things, doesn't mean that you have to be one of them. And mm-hmm. that's something you just need to pray about and, and think about. But mm-hmm. like, uh, just because it's your passion, it might need to stay something you do eight hours a week, not 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Really good point. Um, this other area of being on a career path, a lot of times we set our own goals or we set this, uh, you know, we, we show up with a ladder and we think this is my ladder to climb. I've got to be somewhere in five years. I've got to be somewhere in 10 years. Where's, you know, maybe the gold watch that you're going after. Mm. Um, and so we make that our purpose at our job. Um, mm. but really there's, there can be greater purpose found in work, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You just reminded me of a story and I'm, I'm going to be like your quote. I may butcher it a little bit, right. but, um, there's a, a construction site and a man walks by every day and he kind of wondering what is going on. So one day there's two guys out front working and he stops and he says uh, to the first guy, what are you making? And the guy said, a lousy seven bucks an hour. <laughs> and he says to the second guy, what are you making? And he said, I'm building a cathedral. 
mm. where people are going to come and worship God. And when you when you back up and think about the difference of, mm. and why those guys, both of those guys working on the same thing, were there that day, yeah, why they were there, and what their ultimate purpose yeah. is, yeah, big the, difference. Big I want to be the guy that's there, not making right money. A measly seven. I'm there making a difference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. That's a good story. You didn't butcher that at all. Thank you. Yeah. I probably didn't get it right, but <laughs> I got he the, was making I seven twenty-five. No. <laughs> no, that is a well, really good point. Well, and the difference between the two is that that uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your yeah, life right. because one of those guys was working. Right. Yeah. The other one right. was serving, was serving and, yeah. and yeah. enjoying the right. process, yeah. the journey. Yeah. yeah. So then we are on a journey. Uh, through our life and, and, and work being a small part of that. And then it's kind of sussing out what our purpose in life is through the work we do or the people we serve. Um, it, it can then reflect, hopefully, uh, if you're open to hearing his calling, reflect what God is trying to get done. Right, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. In first Corinthians 12, uh, there's a, a really cool story about, um, how the, the, human body, but also the church body has many parts. Um, first Corinthians 12, 15 and some change. Uh, now if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason, stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. And now scroll down to 26. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. And, you know, it's just so cool. This is talking about the church, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but your your part in in uh, just life in the world and everything, somebody has to empty the garbage cans mm-hmm. at the Outwood Mall, or yeah. somebody is making roast beef sandwiches, or sorting eggs, or uh, <laughs> cleaning cafeteria trays. Right. And if not everyone was, if everyone said no, I want to be the eyes because they do everything, or I want to be the feet, mm-hmm. um, we're not gonna we're not gonna succeed or go anywhere. Some of my favorite encounters, and just on a on a daily basis, are people who are doing jobs we wouldn't necessarily do, uh, but they're happy. They mm-hmm. and so when you get around happy people, it makes it tends to make you happy mm-hmm. as well. And I've so enjoyed that. I tell you what, the first week I was here at the radio station, um, I got to sit with Kim, and she does all sorts of stuff with with donors and stuff. I got to see what she does. And I am so glad that she enjoys what she does because I cannot, I absolutely <laughs> right. can, have no skills whatsoever, yeah. but she's thrilled and, and loves doing it. And, and I, I love seeing people, yes, Denise, that, that's right. that just love being where they are when it's something I would never be able to do. And that's when you are making a difference in the world because that joy is just, it's contagious mm. and that's how you can affect your environment. Yeah, and for as much as we place a high value on the work that we do or the goals that we set for ourselves, or even by listening to what God's leading is to find our purpose in that work or our purpose in life as as a whole, 
Mark makes a really good point that each of those parts of the body are extremely highly valued by God. He has a plan for the work you're doing. He has a plan for where he wants to take you if you're open to that leading. And it's part, it's a plan to be a part of this whole canvas that he's painting, this whole story that he's telling. Um, so I, I really encourage you that if you're at a point in your life where you are just starting out in the workforce, or if you are carving out your name in the marble of your of your career path, uh, or if you're just about to climb over the end of the ladder into retirement, um, be sure to turn around and throw the ladder back to someone else so that they can learn from what you've, you've learned. You can also, at this time, download the Bridge mobile app. That's where we publish these podcasts each week. And if you enjoyed it, pass it to a friend, please. We also accept feedback, show suggestions, and like Mark said, some of those resumes at podcast at 887thebridge.com. You can get complete show notes for this episode at our website, 887thebridge.com. Hi, Jeff. Okay, there was room on the podcast.